Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. The Match Ball. Well, hello there, and uh, welcome to The Match Ball. Uh, I'm Dan Moyle, and with me is Michael Normanton. Hi. <laughs> And Moscow White, Daniel Chapman. Hello. A quick reminder that the podcast is brought to you with Levi Solicitors. They will do you 10% off your legal fees at levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Um, will they help me sue Leeds United? Probably. For um, causing me distress. Well, if you are listening to this, you won't be aware that we are streaming these live to our TSB Plus subscribers uh, via YouTube. Um Seemed like a good idea at the time to kick the season off with a, with a real bang. It's probably not the upbeat vibe that we were hoping for, is it? This is what um, I'm talking about. Is it loss of earnings? Is it distress? There's got to be some kind of legal action we can take against Leeds. They've not only ruined the mood, they're ruining a YouTube broadcast, which we were looking forward to. Let's not get too caught up on, on all that. Let's talk about the football. I know we, we don't want to, but we have to. That was god-awful, wasn't it? And bearing in mind, I think YouTube, the algorithm, hammers you if you start swearing too early. So uh, <laughs> let's just try and contain all these new things to think about. I feel like uh, Robin Cock trying to locate Bruno Fernandes. Can I say Robin Cock? Yeah. Will that be flagged yeah. up? That's fine. Uh, Didn't really work that whole bit, did it? No. Did, did we lose that in midfield? Is that where it went wrong? Just a little bit, yeah. I think. <laughs> did you not notice the bit where Paul Pogba kept passing to Bruno Fernandes, who kept scoring? Yeah. Uh, it did feel a little bit, a bit unfair. That And I think the whole thing, as people have pointed out on Twitter, was uh, made more annoying by the fact that they kept bringing on good footballers and kept putting the ball in the net. Mm. Thankfully, Sancho didn't seem particularly good because when they took off Dan James, who is very noticeably their worst player, I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. He was, our, he was like our only, he was our only hope, really, that he, the ball would occasionally fall to him and he'd miss. But, I mean, God, it was, it was like... It, that reminded me a lot of the, the second half was like the first half of last year. Where it was just like, just stem the bleeding, someone. <laughs> like, God, why just do something to stop this? Well, remind, remember, 5-1 uh, is better than 6-2 because we conceded fewer goals. Okay, we scored one less, but that's, you know, let's not get caught up on that particular point. We're, we're making progress. And we scored the best goal. True. And also one of theirs under the rules last season wouldn't have counted. So <laughs> that's, I think we're, Ailing should count double, so we're, knock that one off it's 4-2 and then the one that Ailing almost cleared off the line it only went in a bit didn't it so I don't think it should count <laughs> as a full Not goal a full, yeah. so they're down to I think 3.2 goals to them and 2 to us so that's not bad as yeah. terrible as it felt it is worth saying that everything that they hit went in. Like, it, if you look at the XG I know which I know you can't read too much into and it was 1.42 was their XG which it does indicate that there, were, there was a high level of finishing in it. And some of the goals, like the Fernandez one where he just 
sadly took my advice and just twatted it. That was in Greenwood's finish. Like most of the time, you wouldn't score in those positions. And then the opening goal, Melier got an awful lot on that, but it happened to go in. It felt like there was there were sort of relatively fine margins on on the goals, but I mean, it, it's impossible to argue we deserved anything from that. Greenwood's was a good finish. The Fernandez hat trick, the offside one, one. Um, the uh, Fernandez hat trick one was very much. Uh, we're already three one up, and it's my hat trick, and we scored three and eight minutes. If this goes in, where it's just like I may as well just welly it, and of course, just it's a the nature of the day that it was going to go in. It was a full confidence strike and an absolute kick in the teeth. I didn't like it. I did remark at one point during that game that it felt like every single loose ball, even in that first half, every single loose ball just fell to them. Everything broke for them. Every loose pass, every ricochet, every deflection. If you do want um, a little bit of uh, confidence out of the statistics, we did play one more accurate pass than they did. We won that by 333 to 332. Really? So even though it looked like our passing was an absolute mess from every area of the pitch and every player... Um, we actually, yeah, we were better than them at that. Were we though? It didn't feel like it. It certainly we didn't feel like it, no. It felt like we were awful. That, that to me was where the real golfing class was, that they just kept passing to each other really accurately and we didn't. Our players just didn't look capable of doing it. The thing is, all their passes were led to goals and all of ours led to us losing the possession a minute a minute later. But even like those, it's like through balls, threaded balls or exchange passes, so few of them were done with that sort of power and accuracy that we normally see. There was that, I don't know, everything just felt a little bit loose or you had to, uh, it was sort of a percentage ball, if you know what I mean. It just, I don't know, everything just went wrong, didn't it? It all went sad and wrong. Pass of the day was Tyler Roberts, right at the end for Rafinha. Better than any of Pogba's, I thought. <laughs> there was all the division. That was exactly what we were looking for and exactly like what um, Scum had been doing all game, like the one that Greenwood turns around and plays it behind um, Rafinha for Pogba and he crosses for Fred and goal, whatever. That little bit of um, laying it over for Rafinha from Roberts was what we'd been missing. And of course, yeah, it's typical. Because would we have felt better at 5-2 and Rafinha gets a goal? Rafinha might have felt better because he mm. seemed in a right old monk. So um, Let's talk about him, actually. I think that's a good point you bring up because it felt like we got £17 million Rafinha today and not £80 million Rafinha. He just seemed pissed off, didn't he? Which... We've seen in in a good way when he gets angry and scores. It just felt like today he was annoyed that no one else was playing very well. Is mm-hmm. what I, nor was he. It's it yeah. worth saying as well. I, mean, I think Luke Ayling was annoyed at him not playing very well and probably other people were annoyed at him not playing very well. Um, because it did, I think, was it there? It was either a goal or um, a chance right in the first half came from him. He was trying to play a pass to match his click, who I think at the time was lying on the floor, and that put them through for either a goal or a chance. And there was another one where um, it was after Rafinha had taken a corner and it went back out to him on the wing, and he tried to play a pass into Pascal Stroike on the edge of the penalty area, which Paul Pogba read, because it's, you know, I don't mean to diminish Pascal Stroike in any way, but I think Paul Pogba is easily able to read a pass that perhaps Pascal Stroke is maybe just that little bit of a yard behind in the head. And Rafinha, looking at the two of them, you'd think, okay, Paul Pogba might be able to intercept this pass if I tried to play it to Pascal Stroke here. I'll do something else with it. But instead it was just, go on, Pascal, have that. And then, oh, okay, Pogba's going to run away, away with the ball. Is he? I'll just 
I'll let that happen, which seemed to be his uh, his other attitude towards um, things happening at the back. Luke Shaw's going to run into the middle of the park. Good. Let him. See how that works out. I enjoyed Luke Shaw being told off for time wasting at, at 5-1 <laughs> with like four minutes to go. You think, well, he's not, he's not that, time wasting. If anything, he might, he might be tired. But like, if he wants to keep it over there, that's perfectly comfortable Stop, with that. It stops other bad things happening. Well, exactly. Doesn't Although, it? I mean, we're not even going to talk about why we were robbed. Should have had a penalty. Well, Could have got us yeah. back into it. Was it a penalty? Probably. It wasn't. It wasn't a challenge, was it? You, mind you, you see him given all the time. So, but, but they have said they have said the rules are going to be changing this year about intent and force and all that sort of stuff. And but I reckon if they'd have got the same thing in the other box, they'd have got that. And I know it's a hypothetical that can never be disproved, <laughs> and therefore I'm right. But it's true, isn't it? They'd have got that. I mean, on the plus side, it made no difference. That's, so yeah. if it had been, you know, that for us to equalise or win in the last minute, it would have been a more of a thing to talk about. But as it was, um, it's, it's just maybe one goal of goal difference, which we are going to rely on this season because we are bottom of the league right now. The other positive we can take from this game is that they didn't get a penalty. So it's not the perfect scum performance. So probably, and so picture this scenario, you're a scum fan. I know it's easier for some of us to imagine than others. I'm doing that joke before you do. Um, and you're relaxing tonight with your, your, you go and get your glass of like, Alex Ferguson special edition red wine out of the cupboard and you sit and you pour it think wow 5-1 against Leeds that's probably the absolute perfect scum performance and result and then it will hit you to go we didn't get a penalty and then the whole thing is ruined pointless day turns to ashes letters go into the Premier League complaining about the refereeing in that match because they weren't given their rightful pen uh, Bruno Fernandes could have scored he should have scored four he didn't he only got three it's an outrage um so their nights are going to be ruined. They just don't. They just haven't realised it yet. You see their happy faces now, and their half and half scarves, and their songs about uh, what a pleasure it was today as well to hear Leeds are falling apart being sung again. That that's something we've missed. It will be worse for them tonight than it will be for us. <laughs> when um, quite a stretch, Moscow. When the yeah. game started and you could see the crowd, it's like oh, it's, it is good, and you could hear the atmosphere. So like, yeah, we've missed this. Eighty-six minutes gone now. Ole and passes. I was thinking, no. shut the fucking stadium. Yeah. Shut those stadiums right down. It's too dangerous. Get everyone out of there now. I kind of felt like that after the Brentford Arsenal game, watching Thomas Frank doing a lap of honour and kissing babies in the crowd and everything. Like this is not what we're back for. Yeah. Stop this! Like so, we want, to see, we want to see people running through city centres armed with dustbins <laughs> and chairs, which we did see on uh, on socials beforehand. Tidying up and having a rest. Well, There's mean, nothing wrong with those. things. The man wanted to sit down when he was carrying that chair, clearly, and the gentleman with the bin. Yeah. Doing that, like, you know, when we it's see tidying the, up, wasn't he doing a bit of tidying up? Well, we are, like the Scotsman. But, yeah, we always see those good souls who are cleaning up after football fans have been in town, um, trying to you know counter that narrative that football fans destroy everything. Just carrying his bin, getting ready to pick up all the broken glass and so on. The broken hearts. Yeah. What an absolute shambles that was. I, I feel like I can't what? believe we're here again. It felt last <laughs> season. It was like our, it was our first time playing them in the league for ages, and it it felt like we were finding our way in the Premier League, and it. It didn't. It wasn't inevitable, but it felt like it was a possibility. I did think we would lose today, but I really didn't expect it to be quite as bad as that. Although, actually, mm. when I saw the team and no Calvin and Rodrigo and Cock in the middle, I just don't. I it's, don't really like it. Mind you, I didn't like Rodrigo there, and then we took him off, and think, things got loads worse. So <laughs> but it's it's that classic Leedsy thing of we can be dead good on our day, but if we just have one or two variables that are not quite there, it always drags us down into these situations where things can go drastically wrong I mean but there's egg on Joe Cole's face as well this evening because 
uh, you would have seen his bid to become this season's Karen Carney in the build-up to this game when he said, what was it, Leeds die after 70 minutes. Well, actually, the last goal they scored was 68 minutes. It was nil-nil for the last At 20, wasn't it? At which point, I merely wished I was dead. <laughs> so who's the fool now, Joe Cole? Oh, God, I don't know where we go with it. If you want um, a bit of uh, joy to compare it to last season, Bielsa has already been doing his post-match. And he says, in the previous game at Old Trafford last season, there was a big difference between the two teams. Today, there were fewer moments when that was the case. So, that will cheer you up. What does he mean by that, do you think? It wasn't quite as open as last year. They they didn't have as many chances. I know they still managed to score five goals, but they were more efficient than last year. If they'd have shown that level of efficiency in last year's game, we probably would have lost that by about 10-2. So, something to be... uh, he also says that he liked how Robin Cock played. He says he was din- dynamic, willing and committed. Um, but he kept passing to their team. And, and not stopping Bruno Fernandes. I mean, that's the big difference for me. He says that Phillips is under consideration to start, but says today's imbalance was collective, not individual. He liked how Cock played. So I think it's, it's maybe not trying to pick on him, but if you look at the game at Elland Road last season when we drew nil-nil with them, one of the best things about that or one of the reasons it, it came about was Calvin Phillips absolutely bullying Bruno Fernandes and not giving him a moment's space, not giving him a moment to think or breathe um, or score a hat-trick. And today, <laughs> that's the absolute difference. And even on, um, it's the I think it's the first goal where the ball is chipped over, isn't it? And uh, Robin Cock has left, has let Bruno Fernandes run in behind him. Yeah, because it's the Melier kickoff and then... Bruno Fernandes runs away from Robin Cock and there was one replay from behind the goal where you can see Robin Cock's face as he's running through and there's a there's a little look on Robin where it's kind of like mm, yeah this is this is me isn't it I, I should have mm. <laughs> this, this has gone wrong yeah sorry so, and that's before Melier has even almost saved it so again I'm not even sure that goal was a full if the goalkeepers was it going in before Melier kind of saved it and then it went in so I'm taking it down from three and a half to 2.7. I mean, my notes for the first half are quite detailed here. Um, and then second half on the second piece of paper, quite a lot of swear words um, and just fewer things, m- most of them goals. Uh, one of the things I did note down in the first half is that we were playing in all white. That was one of my observations. How, <laughs> wow. did, you, how did you feel about that? Yeah, so that's a Leeds kit. Was that a bonus for you? Well, it didn't result in them being forced into black shorts. And as far as I'm concerned, Scum should always wear black shorts. That should be their kit. So even that didn't work out. There was an ominous sign when McTominay went through. It was like two minutes into the game, wasn't it? And we went, we all drew breath and went, oh, not again. And thankfully it didn't. Oh, yeah, it did. Oh, sorry. Cooper blocked him, didn't it? It's hard to say if Cooper and Stroke were terrible today. I'm well, not that, sure. That's one of my other notes here. I've got um, two left footers in defence because we did speak about that on the Phil Hay show and I asked him, do you think he put two lefties in? And we thought, probably not, but he did. I mean, Stroke did get completely done for pace on the Greenwood goal, didn't he? Which was... I mean, Greenwood is fast and a good finisher. So, I mean... Yeah, can, it feels a bit mean. You can cut him some slack, I suppose, on that. It's it, a bit it, like looking up his school sprinting records and saying, come on, Pascal, this wasn't good enough ever. But I don't know about the others. It felt like surely someone should have been, been able to stop them at some point, but I don't know. It felt like they, they were all similar sort of goals, weren't they? Because it was Fernandez running from deep completely. Um, yeah, you've got two midfielders three, so. with... One of them's got four assists and one scored a hat trick, so it's it's not really what Stroike and Cooper were doing with Mason Greenwood in attack. It was all happening in front of them, and it is it's more 
Robin Cock not getting anywhere near Bruno Fernandes, who is by far their best player and carries that team. And then I don't know who was who would really have been on Paul Pogba because it looked like nobody, but whether that was Click was supposed to be doing it, whether it was Rodrigo was doing it in the first half or was better at it than in the second half, but there was nothing. And then the hat-trick goal for Fernandes when it's that Lindelof pass is just kind of, well, where's that come from? It, it probably sums it up in midfield, actually, in my notes of writing the problems. And I'd written Cock versus Fernandes, then I've written Pogba versus whoever was meant to be marking him because <laughs> yeah. I'm not entirely sure who that, who that was. I know Dallas went into midfield and Click was obviously there for the whole time. But I don't really, I don't know exactly who was meant to be marking him because most of the time nobody was. And does this mean we need to sign a load of players? I think seems to be the sentiment is that we do. So do we? Might as well. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Is that Rodrigo's Leeds career over? <laughs> what, being, being taken over at half time? Yeah. Well, it, it got worse when he went off, so I guess he could point to that now and say. Don't do that again. So but, I don't. I'm not. And apart from when we're playing a defensive and fairly bad team, I don't particularly like him. A, there are a lot. There are, yeah, there are a lot, and and he will be useful for that. But against a team with a like Fernandez and Pogba, for as much as we don't really want to give them any credit, are two of the best midfielders in the world. And trying to counter that with a striker sort of dropping in and a central defender pushing forwards. It did feel risky, and so it proved. I mean, this is the problem with, and what I'm getting at with that, I mean, I was being glib about Rodrigo's career being over, but today the worst thing is it's it's all our fears manifest, I think. That's what really upsets me, that Rodrigo, as a number 10, didn't work, got yanked so we could have Stuart Dallas in for the second half in midfield, and obviously it did go from bad to worse even then, but it just didn't quite feel right. Did it? it just The team just wasn't there, and cock deep-lying... Uh, Rodrigo further forwards and then you kind of got Click who was doing a lot of the work on his own I don't know it just it feels like all the criticisms and all the tension and anxiety that built up in the void over the summer kind of was brought to bear today everything just went wrong in all the areas that we didn't really want it to go wrong because it means it'll just 
heighten those fears even more. Yeah, we are going down. I think think the the key tonight and probably tomorrow and probably until we play Everton is to just stay off Twitter and stuff because it's going to be awful. I think I think I'm just going to have a little a little evening off just from it. Just just leave the phone somewhere else, watch a film or something. Probably don't even watch match of the day because that'll. Oh, we'll be on first anyway. We, We probably will, won't we? So I don't want that to sadden me either. I might just tune in once once it's over. We managed to successfully lobby the Premier League to start the season away from home to give Elland Road more time to settle down and the pitch to stitch together and stuff. We maybe should have just asked them if we could play an easier team first. Mm. And that and it's true. last year we had the champions. This year, this lot, somehow, it's still a mystery to me, but they finished second last season in the Premier League, didn't they? And they got to the Europa League final. They are objectively really good and I think that's one of the, going to be one of the problems with the kind of the we need to tear up the Leeds team and start again with 11 new players thing is one our best player Calvin Phillips was on the bench because he was he has sacrificed the start of Leeds United season for England so again do we get any points back from the FA for that no apparently not um, but the aim for this season and when we talked on the main podcast about predictions and where we think we're finished we're all kind of like same ballpark as last year maybe a place up or a place down will be absolutely fine and the way we'll get to that is by being better than all the other dross Arsenal specifically but you know Burnley the other teams fixtures coming up today Burnley Brighton Chelsea are good Crystal Palace Everton Southampton Leicester City Wolverhampton Watford Villa Norwich and then Liverpool also you just good. listed a lot of teams there yeah but are we <laughs> we're not going to be facing um, Pogba and Fernandez when we are up against Burnley or Brighton yeah. or Crystal Palace. Crystal yeah. Palace's best player is Conor Gallagher, who we didn't want. So Robin Cock can't mark um, Bruno Fernandez. We have learned that. And I disagree with Marcelo Bielsa when he says he had a dynamic game. I don't think he's very good at that. I think Calvin Phillips can easily mark the best player of Southampton or Wolves or Watford. So I don't necessarily think we do need to rush out and sign another midfielder in an emergency because we have a very good midfielder on the bench for us uh, who will help us finish probably eighth or ninth again. Well, that is the question that you you teed up at the um, at the end of the first half there, and it's the one we I guess we should address now. Should we buy someone? Because these games, I mean, like you look at like last season, the um, the whole League Cup game acted as a uh, sharpener of minds and that's when they went out and signed Urente because uh, we, we were exposed as being a bit threadbare I think in the squad do you think this will have the same effect it's, it seems to be that one of the main one of the main blocks towards the signing players is, is Bielsa <laughs> oh, maybe this hammering will um, make him think ah yeah just do it I mean the, the danger is that we go out and sign Lewis O'Brien and as promising as he might be you, you, I can't say with any degree of confidence that if he's in the squad today, anything is any better because he's someone who's never played in the Premier League all of a sudden being dropped into a really complicated system, probably of a level of fitness that's not quite there with no understanding of his teammates or anything. So I, I'm not sure if, if we're going to fix it by buying someone, which I know isn't Bielsa's way, we probably need to spend quite a lot of money and I'm not sure we are willing to spend a lot of money. So well, we, well, Angus Kinnear, when we spoke to him, said... Money's not an ob- it's not a block, it's not a barrier to us signing players, is it? So you know, can, it. can we have it both ways? It's kind of, a, it, yeah, and it's signing the right player. And the, the knee-jerk, the Allardyce move now would be to say, look at my midfield, go and buy another midfielder for me. And 
the response would often be, well, you know, you have got 100 million pound Calvin Phillips on the bench. Well, that's irrelevant. Look at my midfield against Scum. Go and buy me a midfielder. That's where you have to kind of remember of what, and it's difficult because there's been so much excitement about the Premier League sort of starting properly and people will be back in the stadium again. And it's a game away to Scum that obviously we really want to win. It's trying to remember that the target for this season is the same as last year, don't get relegated. And if we've got a squad that will not get relegated, touch all the wood that we can find and do whatever, um, then there's not actually that really burning, pressing need to fix what happened today. I don't think today was a sign that we're going to lose 5-1 to Everton and after that we'll lose 5-1 to Burnley. I don't think those are the results that are, are going to be coming our way. So what actually do we need to fix as, as an emergency? Nothing, because we're not going to get relegated. We'll have another season of all the, the Premier League money and then next summer, and I know it's mad to already be talking about next summer's transfer window, but if next summer there is the, the brilliant uh, midfielder that they've not been able to find who they can just swap for click and it upgrades the team right enough we'll, we'll sign them but if they're not there then do we end up with you know Conor Gallagher for a year or Lewis O'Brien who might be good when he's 24 or might not be the answer and so yeah I don't know if I just especially not when we've got to the middle of August signings now don't seem to be the um the answer and then I'm not even sure what the question is at this point because <laughs> losing 5-1 to scum on the opening day it's kind of you know we lost 6-2 to them last year and we still had the best season Leeds United have had since 2002 was last season and it included a 6-2 defeat to this lot in exactly the same manner um, so it's you don't know what to I get the to problem. Make of it, I think, really, I think the problem the question is it's about is it's about season hopes, and this is mm. perhaps more of a statement. Don't get a hammered by scum was one of them, really, wasn't it? I think that's where the, yeah, but, today's a problem. But I think what you were getting out there, like we're almost, we've almost got one eye on next summer already. So that kind of frames this season as well. We just got to do the same as last season. And football support, in its very nature, it, it's progressive, isn't it? You want hope, you want to see progress, you want to cling to things getting better. That's what you hope for, and actually. Today was a, a stark reminder that things are probably about where they were last season, and that's not exciting. And, and, and they understand it as well. Angus Kinnear acknowledged it. That they know that's where the antsiness comes from because it's been quite a, a conservative summer. And the, and because the Premier League kills hope, because you can't win it. You know, it's it's almost impossible to actually win the Premier League. So if you are a Premier League team, what are your hopes at the start of the season? Don't get relegated for most of them, and then you've got a few who think eye on Europe, and we have an eye on Europe, but we also, I think the sober part of people thinks oh that might be a bit of a stretch so if we finished ninth last season and qualifying for Europe we all kind of feel oh that might be a bit soon you know we've only been in the Premier League one season what actually are our hopes and aims for this season the, the competition doesn't allow us any I wouldn't be back in the championship when we had promotion to aim for <laughs> and where I didn't have tweets Ole Gunnar Solskjaer quote it's been a perfect day is he gonna I know he's He's trying to be a bit more think expressive. Is, is he Lou Reed? This is it. He was giving it all his... Um, he's celebrating goals on the bench now instead of just looking sad. And I don't know if his next thing is going to be growing out his curls into a mullet, mincing around in shades and a black jumper like Lou Reed. Speaking of hair... We Replacing have, with Mo Tucker. We have actually missed like the one good bit we've not even talked about, have we? What, Ailing's goal? That was good. Well, I was going to close out this by saying... It was enjoyable uh, for like three minutes, wasn't it? Story of my life, etc. Uh, I was going to close out the show by saying have we got any positives to take from today and that was probably it wasn't it an absolute thunder bastard which deserves it deserves a better outcome in terms of the game that it was contained within it would have been a 
a bit like the Berardi goal, which I know wasn't a classic goal, but it was a goal from Berardi. And it had to be pretty much forgotten because it came in a really sloppy cup defeat. And this will be the same that it was, you won't feel comfortable putting it, even including it on like a goal montage in future because everyone will go, ah, but ah, that's the game we lost 5 Five one, isn't it? So we just have to forget it ever happened. Unfortunately, Luke, do it again next week and make sure it's the winner. Dallas's goal was really good at Old Trafford last year as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. So yeah. we need to. All these really good goals are getting wasted in really horrible defeats. Um, I also Junior Furpo was good. There, have that. There's some positivity well, see, I, for I didn't, you. I didn't really notice actually. I sort of zoned out a little bit by that well, point. How many goals did they score from that side? That's very true. Well, How many goals did he score from the other? There was definitely one where he was left on his ass a bit when uh, Fernando scored. The one that Ailing failed to clear off the line. He was he was him and Melier were both but sold. Yeah, from but that, that was um, Robin Cox's man, wasn't it? Um, but I thought he was good, and you, I, I will not listen to any arguments otherwise. So okay. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was. Give fine, me generally. that. So it was a golfing class today. Do you think you know at one one? we got sucked into the occasion a little bit and then switched off and then it just completely ran away from us. Because uh, there is an argument to say at 1-1, when we got our foot back into that for that second half, you thought, oh, well, this is it. It's on now. Mm. And we started to look a little bit bright and then it was obviously snuffed out within you know, two minutes. But could we could we have in, a, in an alternate universe? <laughs> it feels like a stretch having yeah. lost 5-1. I've got to be honest. I'm just trying to get something. I'm just trying to get something positive from... Uh, if after we'd scored, we'd continued to play better than them and we, hadn't conceded and hadn't conceded all of those goals um, <laughs> yes we could have got something from it but as it was it was pretty dire the only the last 20 minutes were relatively comfortable compared to that horrible period where they just kept scoring at, le- at least it felt like when they made the changes and Pogba went off it felt like that was them saying like we've we've had enough now feet mm. up just conserve some energy for the next game and that was a relief, to be honest, because it was um, it was very tough to watch. Yeah, it you wasn't do, right. If you do want to be hypercritical and suck all of the joy out of the day, it's Luke Ayling's fault because his goal was too good. Because you saw the reaction when he, he was on the ground, he was humping Stuart Dallas. Yeah. And then when they were about to kick off, he's looking at whoever it was on the bench and Ayling's laughing his, his head off. If his goal had been less good, it might have been everyone's just, right, back, kick off, handshakes instead of dry humping. And then get on with the I'm not, game. I'm, I'm not sure that drunk, that humping was even dry, to be honest. Yeah, it was... An ailing does Dallas joke in there. Oh, yeah. Well done. Well done. Yeah. That's, that's the so, high point of today. So everybody got way too excited about such a good goal. If he'd scored a, moder- a more moderate goal or even a bad one, then it's a little bit more um, ordinary and they might have kept their minds on the job. So, so not only can we never think about that brilliant goal again, but we should never have thought about it or celebrated it in the first place. What a horror. Well, let's try and close out on a positive note and say that we got this one out of the way at the start of the season. Just draw a line under it. We go again next week and we've got 37 games to try and stay up. 37 cup finals. <laughs> 37 cup finals. Jesus Christ. No, come on. Let's let's end on a positive in it, that we get back into Ellen Road next uh, next week and we can start again. Just forget this You one. could hear marching on together being boomed out at 90 minutes. And you let your country down to Jaden Sancho as well, which I thought <laughs> that was, was, that mo- was right. moving. <laughs> so come on, Moscow. You You've always got a positive word for us. Close us out with something positive. We'll beat Everton. Will we? Big style. Promise? Well, look, okay, this is, I know I'm not even showing it on YouTube if anybody's kept track of that. Look at Luke Ayling's face. Go on Twitter and just look at, oh, they've yeah. done the post-match mm. interview with, they've obviously, they always put Luke Ayling up when it's a, when it's a moody situation. I will show the camera actually. <laughs> look at this. 
That is the face of somebody who is beating Everton. He's going to, Adam Forshaw will be, that's a positive, Forshaw on the bench. Adam Forshaw will be just a whole week, he'll be ostracised. People like trying to break his hip again. <laughs> is that a positive? Oh, oh big, well, he's the maybe local, he'll, Maybe he'll break his other one this time instead of that one. He's the local Evertonian. So I think they'll just be using him as a punch bag every morning going into training next few weeks. Adam Forshaw up against the wall. Well, fingers crossed we are sitting here in another week's time. Well, not in a week's time because the game will be on. <laughs> I don't want to be here in a week's time. Just over a week's well, it, time. It's 10 past three, so it will have been 10 minutes. So what are we, three nil down by this point? <laughs> fingers crossed. Well, we'll return to pick the bones out of this one. Uh, propaganda. That'll, uh. be, that'll be a treat at the start of the <laughs> week. We, Let's we, see what scum fans are saying. Well, I told you. Should we skip it this week? Nah, you're, it'll be lots of them going, we didn't get a penalty. <laughs> Yeah. They're night ruins. United, Man United, as you were saying, Michael, it'll be fine. It's a Manchester United performance, and uh, and let us know what we missed, got right, wrong, or everything in between on the on the feedback form if you're a TSB Plus subscriber, and uh, yeah, go have a look at us on YouTube. I think the the kids, the the Gen Z lot, they say, yeah, yeah, don't forget to like and subscribe. Hit that subscribe button, guys. Smash that like button. Is that what it is? You got to smash it. Smash it. Smash it. Oh, great. All right. Well, look, we'll be back with more action in a couple of days. Then the match ball. 